Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Wanted to hop on real quick before we get into today's episode and let everyone know that the next seven-day fasting lifestyle challenge registration link is live. You can go to the show notes, click the link for more details, or you can go to www.the fastingforlife.com forward slash live. Wanted to speak directly to you if you've been listening to the podcast, maybe you're new and just getting started, or maybe you've been fasting for a while and really trying to adopt that lifestyle and the scale just won't move beyond that two to four, three to five pounds each week, or maybe you feel like you've hit that dreaded weight loss plateau, or maybe the hunger, or as my wife likes to say, the hangriness has snuck up and bit you on the backside, and you just can't seem to get away from those cravings, or the consistency of your fasting schedule just isn't allowing you to get back on track if you've fallen by the wayside, this seven-day lifestyle challenge is exactly for you. It's coming up in the near future. Please don't miss out on this opportunity. We are super excited to be leveling up this experience and leaving that diet baggage behind, giving you the confidence and the habits to build that long-term weight loss and fasting lifestyle success. Go to the show notes. You can click the link or www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. We will hope to see you on the inside. And now to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, I'm a good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Fantastic, my friend. We are here for another episode. I am excited about today's episode, too, because we are going to share some incredible stats, some eye-opening stats. Tad Mm. scary at times, but then we're going to tell you by the end of the episode exactly what you can do to start reversing those processes and diabetes and prediabetes and those types of things. So we're going to talk fasting. We're going to talk some research. We're going to talk about an article that we saw on clevelandclinic.org, which I was so excited to see. And I think today is going to be an episode that's going to bring some value. So if you are new to the podcast, we want to welcome you in. If you want to learn more about our story and our journey with fasting and the fasting for a life mantra and who we are and what we do, feel free to go back to the first couple of episodes, listen, get to know us a little bit more. And then you've got a whole bunch of episodes in between that you can search for and pick and choose to get you know, things that you are looking for on your fasting journey and get you some actionable yeah. things, which is the goal of every episode to give you one or two things that you can do now, today, like as you are listening to us talk, wherever that is, however you're listening, you're gonna be able to put something into your fasting journey today. Mm. Uh, I also want to welcome in the long-term listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Drop us a like, share, a follow, a review. We like the five-star kind. Subscribe. There you go. Not exactly sure how to do all those things. I just know that when you do it, that tells the podcast gods that we're delivering value week to week, and we are much Mm. appreciative of you long-term listeners as well. So, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you. 
Today's episode, I wanna set the stage with some staggering numbers, and we've seen these numbers, and even just going pulling them up again about the state of the, the union here when it comes to yeah. blood sugar-related issues. Always eye-opening. Yeah, man. It changed the state of the energy for this for this episode, right? Like mm, it just made yeah. me like sit on the edge of my seat, my adrenaline pumped up a little bit, like get that tingly little nervous energy going. I'm like, all right, no, we need to share this. But yeah. more importantly, then we need to talk about this dichotomy that exists in the research world, in the dietary guidelines world, and then also in this article that was on the Cleveland Clinic. That's encouraging, right? That fasting mm. isn't living in the fringe anymore. <laughs> Looking at these stats and what we know about them, because we just did a recent podcast episode about eight of the top 10 causes of death and mortality here in the United States are related to insulin and blood sugar related issues, right? Right. So we want to start with the, okay, in order to get where you need to go, you need to know where your starting point is, right? Mm. You can't just hop in the car and start driving haphazardly around if you're really trying to go east towards Florida here from central Texas. Right. You can't head west towards California and expect to get there. So, yeah, true story. Where are we at? So, this is from diabetes.org. And the statistics are this is from 2019. Stats about diabetes and prediabetes 37.3 million Americans had diabetes. Wow. Only 1.9 million of that darn near close to 40 million were type 1. Hmm. So, we're not talking about the early onset type one diabetics where you have a physiological you know, issue with the production of insulin. We're talking about lifestyle induced diabetes in the majority of these cases, almost 40 million Americans. Right. Now, there's also another category here that this is the one that really kind of hit me in the gut because this is where I was. I didn't realize that I was one of 96 million Americans that had diagnosed or undiagnosed pre-diabetes. And we're talking 18 years of age or older. We're not talking about, you know, the the quarter of a million or almost a third of a million diabetes cases in the youth, but we're talking 18 years old or older. So adults here in the US, 96 million pre-diabetes and 38 million full-blown type 2 diabetes. So that is a lot of people. Yeah. That's like 40% of the people. I mean, that's that's a huge proportion. And I was in that, I was in that group too. And so many of those aren't even diagnosed yet, especially on the pre-diabetes side. Like numbers starting to tick up, right? Blood pressure starting to go up, triglycerides getting out of whack, all that kind of stuff, right? So you mentioned as we were prepping for this one, metabolic syndrome. And there was yeah. an article that we were reading, you know, metabolic syndrome. So the basics of metabolic syndrome, you're going to look at, it's going to be diagnosed as three or more, right, of the clustering of at least three of the five medical conditions with abdominal obesity, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, high serum triglycerides, and low serum HDL, mm-hmm. right? And the article or the research article was saying that, yeah, these are undiagnosed. Like, yeah. these don't have a lot of check engine lights on a day-to-day basis that are showing up unless you're testing your blood sugar, you know, measuring your waist, testing your blood pressure, right? These are things that creep up over the years that sometimes pop up on a yearly physical or not. Yeah. Easily undetectable because they're oftentimes symptom-free. That's the real trouble because that's where I was. 
where it was like, you know, sometimes there was a number that was out of whack, but not really a symptom to go along with it. Like no check engine light, like you said. Right. Now there will be some check engine lights, right? Like the tight waistline or the brain fog or yeah. the, the decreased libido or cravings. cravings or, you know, always hungry, right? Constantly um, on a diet. That was, you know, yep. yeah, that's a big one. The interesting thing recently, and we're going to talk about kind of a timeline here throughout the episode as well, but the metabolic syndrome is also sometimes called insulin resistance syndrome. Mm. So when we're looking at metabolic syndrome, it's that group of conditions, right, that raise your risk. So why does this matter? Why do those numbers that we shared with you just a few minutes ago matter? Because metabolic syndrome, if you have three of those five things, right, that are that are insidious, that just kind of lurk beneath the surface, right? Like iceberg, and then all of a sudden, boom, you've, you've got a diagnosis. Yeah. They increase your risk of coronary heart disease, diabetes, stroke, and other serious health-related issues, certain cancers, yeah. certain fertility issues, PCOS. So metabolic syndrome is also that insulin-resistant syndrome. So fasting and insulin, right? If, if the downstream effect is bad, poor blood sugar and a diagnosis of prediabetes or diabetes, the controlling hormone is insulin. Yeah. So these symptoms are directly related to insulin resistance. And that's why when we see this article that pops up on Cleveland Clinic, right? And it says how to reverse prediabetes and they mention fasting I was like, woo, yeah, like ring the bell. All right, no longer in the fringe. So we're going right. to dive into it and kind of unpack what they recommend and push back on a couple of things and give a little bit perspective on it. But the reality is that there's a big disconnect between those statistics that we shared, metabolic syndrome and how it increases your chances of disease and mortality, right? And then mm -hmm. what the recommendations are now starting to become when it comes to fasting and dietary, or more importantly, lifestyle changes. NutriSense is a company that combines cutting edge tech and human expertise, so you can see how your body responds to things like my Stevia test. And what I mm -hmm. did was I tested coffee, I tested Stevia, I tested coffee with cream, without cream. I tested back then, this is when White Claws had just hit the market. I could have a White yeah. Claw, <laughs> but I couldn't have a Truly, and I wow. would see my blood sugar change based on my yeah. CGM. So Crazy. this allows you, NutriSense allows you to combine technology and human expertise. So they have this CGM, and this is my first experience with CGM back in the day. And I did a six month membership and it was so incredibly impactful to see how my stress and my sleep and my exercise and some of these foods that I kind of crept back in affected me. And what I realized was, you know, you take the little CGM, it's a biosensor, you apply, you might've seen it for diabetics, but I like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's, if you're in this weight loss and health space, you should do this for a minimum of six months Oh, absolutely. Um, because it's so eye opening, right? And you put the biosensor on the back of your arm. It does not hurt. You do not feel it. And then that thing lives there for two weeks. And then you're able to take your phone and monitor your, your blood sugar moment to moment. And it significantly mm -hmm. can impact how your body feels and functions, just like big family mentioned in the five-star review about his hangriness and his sleep <laughs> and his mood. So you get to see in real time how your glucose levels respond to the food, exercise, and stress. So I did this with Zevia and I saw 
an absolute rebound effect on my blood sugar. And I also noticed mm. that it made my evening meals more difficult to be able to have clean plates and clean lines. I had more cravings. I wanted more of the homemade sourdough and all of the things that I love to eat <laughs> and the cookies and crackers and pizzas and sweet salty that sure. I used to have kind after dinner. Chasing, so, chasing that sweetness a little bit. Yeah, NutriSense. Yeah. That's why we partnered with them. It's absolutely incredible because seeing this data in real time makes it easier to identify what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So weight loss, energy, all of those different types of things. So head to the show notes, NutriSense.io forward slash fasting for life. You get $30 off. There's a code. It'll bring you right to it. $30 off and you get one month free of the dietitian support. All right, Tommy. So during your seven day fast, I want to give a shout out to NutriSense here. We mentioned your CGM a couple of times. Um, we mentioned NutriSense. Um, mm -hmm. But I know you were tracking it, looking at some of the real time metrics, which is why we've partnered with NutriSense. Um, and so I'm going to ask you for your biggest, you know, for one or two of the biggest takeaways while while using NutriSense during your, your seven day fast. Mm -hmm. um, and first of all, for all the new listeners, NutriSense, the reason we partner with them is because they combine cutting edge technology and human expertise. So you can see how your body responds to different food, exercise, stress and sleep in real time right? Yeah. So by pairing the CGM with the app and the expert dietitian guidance, it can help you reach your long-term health goals. So the CGM is the biosensor. It's the thing you wear on the back of your arm, completely mm -hmm. painless. Um, and then their incredible app, you scan it, boom. And in real time, you can analyze your glucose levels and the responses to all those things I just mentioned, right? So it tracks yeah. your levels. Each device lasts for 14 days. You can scan it, visualize it, log it, run experiments, which is pretty much your entire seven-day fast. Right. And then you can ask really cool questions to your to the dietitian guidance as well. Um, and seeing the data in real time makes it easy to identify what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So we see weight loss, stable mm -hmm. energy, better sleep, understanding of which foods are good for them. So you'll, you'll hear some of this stuff later in the pod in this episode in some of those things that you noticed, right? Some of those changes yeah. that you noticed. Um, so head to the show notes, click the link, NutriSense.io forward slash fasting for life. You get 30 bucks off and one month free dietitian support. Uh, I would encourage you all to choose one of the six or 12 month subscriptions because it's going to allow you to really dial it in. Tommy's an expert mm -hmm. at this point, but what's the <laughs> one biggest takeaway that you saw uh, with your readings during this experiment? Um, well, one thing that I saw was that the the tightening up of the range as I got deeper and deeper into the fast, ketones started to rise, blood sugar stayed within a, a, a very tight range. And the, the cool thing there was that I had visuals all throughout the day. So I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm scanning it every couple of hours, and then taking a look at the graph, and then I'm, I'm going back to the previous day to see how it compares. All of those visuals like burn into my mind, you know? So now after coming off of the, the seven day fast, and even like when I broke it, I, I didn't want to throw everything all, all crazy. I didn't want everything to all, you know, just ex expand and take forever to kind of come down with this big glucose spike. So that makes me want to make more good food choices, even after coming off of there, when I haven't made a food choice in, you know, a, a week now. So it's like, yes, everything sounds good. And there are plenty of opportunities and different foods around that I could have chosen. But making good food choices was like, like the number one thing on my mind at that point, because I wanted to see how I was going to respond yep. then after the seven day fast. So what I heard there is built in accountability and intentionality. Yep. And that's yep. what I absolutely love about NutriSense. Head to the show notes, click the link, grab the code, get the free month dietitian support. 
Yeah, and that's how the article begins too. Lifestyle changes like diet and exercise can help. And that that's a big one. That's good perspective because- That's powerful. Um, yeah, it, it really is because you know it, it really does come down to, to lifestyle. But more importantly, it's like, what am I actually going to be able to do day to day? Because even if I get the weight off or reverse it, can I maintain what, what I did to actually get there? Or will I revert back to my own mean, like my own internal thermostat? if you will, my, my self-image, like, do I revert back to previous habits? So like, how do I find something sustainable that I can do and maintain and keep doing over time, keep doing what's working and stick with it? Because that's, that's also mentioned in the article too. We'll, we'll go over that later. Yeah. So I love the perspective, first of all, that you have a choice, right? And we've started to see some changes on like diabetes.org in their, in their food recommendations, slow changes, right? We just did a recent podcast episode on the use of the cyclical ketogenic diet in recently diagnosed and overweight type 2 diabetics and how a 90-day cycle made dramatic changes in their fasting insulin, their Mm -hmm. HbA1c's, their blood sugar numbers, their weight loss, et cetera. You don't have Um, to do it forever. You don't have to do it forever, right? But not even the whole keto diet, because they do mention this here in the article. We'll share one that we don't agree with. But they did mention that one of those lifestyle changes would be adopting a a diet that works for you, right? Mm. Well, fasting works across all lifestyle. It doesn't matter how you like to eat, what you like to eat. If you're vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, low carb, high protein, uh, whole 30, paleo, you can really use fasting to fit that lifestyle component. So we're starting to see this shift, right? This is why I brought this up. And there's a disconnect. We're going to be doing an episode here coming up in the near future about outdated, unsubstantiated food, USDA, FDA food guidelines yeah. and recommendations yep, yep. and how they're really setting us up for failure. And there's a lot of conflicting information, outdated information, Absolutely. et cetera. But one of the articles that I was, you know, as we always continue to try to talk through research articles and bring you actionable stuff when it comes to metabolic health, blood sugar, diabetes, et cetera, and apply it to the fasting lifestyle. There was an article recently out of the the Journal of Human Nutrition and Diet in 2022, right? Mm -hmm. So this is like really recent stuff. And they were looking at the effects of carbohydrate restriction in the management of glycemia in type 2 diabetics, right? And they openly admit that there's this confounded multiple factorial type problem where, you know, calorie restriction, the amount of it, dietary protein, there's no clear definition of low carb. Sure. But the interesting thing about this is this was a funded article. And I, I don't know the intention. I don't know all of the authors. I haven't spoken to them. But mm-hmm. reading it, I found it interesting that they aim to provide insight into the relationships between carb restriction and glycemia by testing the effect of varying doses of carbohydrates on CGMs. So mm-hmm. continuous glucose levels. Yeah. But the Sounds problem promising. is it seemed promising, but the outcome was that like there was no real outcome, yeah. <laughs> which was odd. Well, not really. After you look at it, that it was six days, it was eucaloric dietary treatment. So they were really trying to like maintain the, energy the weight. Balance, right? Yeah. The energy yeah. balance or the weight of the individual, but they use such a tiny carbohydrate amount. So 10 to 30% of your carbohydrate, the recommended daily, right? If you look at, that's why I mentioned the podcast episode we're going to be recording in the future, right? Yeah. Recommends 45 to 65% or 800, 900, I'm not good at math on the fly, 
eight or 900 calories all the way up to 1300 calories wow. coming from carbohydrates on a given day. So I really would have loved them to study the higher end versus right. the lower end because yeah, we know true life. Yeah, the, the more true application to the situation that we have, which is the statistics that we just shared, which is 90% of Americans eat too much sugar, 45 to 65% of your calories come from the carbohydrate, right? Which we know is the biggest insulin spiker, which sure. leads to those yeah. statistics that we shared, right? But it's like, okay, well, this is the research that still be putting out. It seems a little misguided yeah. or misdirected. Right now, maybe there's an underlying more higher level physiological thing that they were looking at that, you know, above my pay grade. I totally could possibly understand that. Yeah. The interesting thing is, though, is that that Cleveland Clinic article kind of reinvigorated my excitement that, okay, even though this article just came out in 2022, it doesn't really seem to prove much or it doesn't yeah. seem to be a, an applicable study for something that sure. we would want to talk about. Like, yeah, it doesn't really didn't really prove anything. The, yeah. the how to reverse pre-diabetes article that was in the diabetes and endocrinology portion of the Cleveland Clinic actually aligned with a lot of the things yeah. that we teach and we live. Wow, great point. I love that perspective because if you think about it too, that article almost does kind of highlight something that we support, which is the fact that splitting hairs between the difference of extreme carb restriction, you right. know, going from 10% of your, your daily calories up to 30% is not making a difference. So if you are extremely carb restricted, maybe don't worry so much about the very tiny difference between, between that, because a lot of people that, that we've talked to actually, you know, can kind of paint themselves into a corner with carb restriction too. And that's why we've done episodes on that. So, right. but I, I love the so specifically what yeah. you're saying there is the long-term effect of low-carb diets on diabetics has been shown yeah. not to work. Yeah, and this is just another highlight of that, right? <laughs> right, right. A much smaller yeah. time-wise sample of it. But yeah, so yeah. let's not get caught up into that small minutia. Yeah. Because this was not a representative, you know, situational type study where we're looking at 96 million Americans with prediabetes and close to 40 million Americans with already diagnosed yeah. diabetes with a 50% guaranteed rate that those pre-diabetics are going to end up diabetics, right? So we're adding another, yeah. another almost 50 million Americans in the next five to 10 years, which we didn't talk about, right? Which was the cost component of this. Wow. Right. Like how, like how many of those hundred million are, are actually this carb restricted right now? Like how applicable is that? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's cool to see that the ADA is changing. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're starting to see some changes. The cost associated with it, too, is staggering. Three hundred and twenty seven billion for the diagnosed cases of diabetes in 2017. Wow. Two thirty seven of that was direct medical cost. Ninety billion was reduced productivity. Two point three times higher the medical cost per year per individual if you're diagnosed with diabetes. So wow. we're talking about a lifestyle change, right? Which is the starting point of how to reverse prediabetes. This article, lifestyle changes like diet and exercise can help. Yeah. I really want to push a little bit farther into this and just not say prediabetes, the reversal, but full-blown diabetes reversal. Wow. Absolutely. If this works for prediabetes, why wouldn't it work? Right. Oh, wait, it does. But yeah, I just... <laughs> so the next article should say how to reverse diabetes and just copy and paste everything that's in this one. Right. Just be a little more patient, right? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. continue the process a little longer. Right. So, you know, I a little love more how consistency. It, yeah. I love how it starts off, but this is great. 
people who have prediabetes have up to a 50% chance right. of developing type 2 diabetes within five to 10 years. That can be hard to admit to yourself where my blood work that's a little bit off might eventually lead here, but that's just how it goes. But it's not a done deal. These steps you can take to prevent it from happening. And early intervention is absolutely key. So the earlier that we can get started on this process, the better. So yesterday was was better than today, but today is better than waiting until tomorrow for sure. Yeah. And that's where, you know, the simplest way to to undo the diabetes, the slippery slope of blood sugar issues is to yeah. is to reduce the source and not worry so much about that. What's the carbohydrate number? What's the blood sugar number? But mm -hmm. really look at, okay, the upstream. So what is controlling this? Well, it's insulin and insulin's effectiveness, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting knowledgeable or asking for help or finding out like, okay, what is fasting? What is insulin? How are they related? And that's where fasting has been so powerful, especially for you and I, Tommy, in our journey. It was, mm -hmm. we were doing all of the other stuff. We were reading the research. We had medical backgrounds, you know, clinical practice for years. I was helping other people lose weight, but could not figure out why my numbers, my metabolic syndrome numbers were still ticking yep. up. And I was doing a lot of the right things with the right intention and the right time and dosage. So the education and the knowledge is important, but then you have to act on it too, right? So the easiest yeah. thing, the best thing you want to do is get the weight off, right? The yep. insulin resistant syndrome, the metabolic syndrome, the obesity, the increased risk factor, get that weight off. And the, the easiest way to decrease the, the insulin, yeah, is yeah. to stop feeding the monster. Yeah. Right? You got a monster under the bed, don't feed it snacks. Okay? Right. <laughs> Evict the thing. All right? So yeah. simply getting consistent with those fasting windows, which is one of the things, one of the first resources we made, you can get it on the website. We'll email it to you. It is the fast start guide, right? It's how to yeah. put one meal a day fasting, not the intermittent window, not the 16 hour window, but a right. 20 to 22 hour window where you're going to really see that insulin come down and allow your body to shed the glycogen and really start tapping into those fat stores and burn through some fat pretty quickly. Yeah. Hey, so I want to give a shout out to NutriSense. Uh, as you guys know, we've parted with them recently. Um, NutriSense is an incredible company, been really instrumental on me dialing my own health journey in here recently, Tommy, um, with my body composition and my sleep and my stress. Mm -hmm. And it's just been incredible because NutriSense combines cutting edge tech and human expertise. So you can see how your body responds to different foods, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. So you've got your CGM, which is the continuous glucose monitor. It's the biosensor. You stick it on the back of your arm. It's completely painless. The application takes just a second. Then you pair it with their incredible app. I couldn't believe the upgrades to be able to like set your, your blood sugar goals and your zones yeah. and all this stuff, right? Yeah, it was cool. And you get expert dietitian guidance. So it's the best of both worlds, and it can help you reach your health goals in 2024. Um, and you're going to be able to kind of even do like little mini experience uh, experiments, right? And that's where, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, I found that coffee or the sugar-free syrups, like in some of the coffees, or that little extra sweetness, right? Or, you know, if I wouldn't eat my carbs, my my cold resistant starches, because we do a lot of jasmine rices and sweet potatoes in this house. Mm. If I didn't eat them at the end of my meal, or if they weren't cold resistant, then I would notice a much bigger spike early on in my journey. So it's really been allow, allowed me to dial in um, 
with the visualization and the data logs, because yeah. I can I can run these little mini experiments, right? So then you get the dietitian support. So if you see something weird, you're like, oh, well, that's weird. What happened? Did a workout? You know, you traveled something different. Um, you can literally reach out and say, hey, have you ever seen this before? What does this mean? And they can help you interpret that data as well. Mm. Yeah, so it really that. just reinforces what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So more weight loss, stable energy, uh, helps your fasting decisions. You know, the things we're talking about today's episode gives you more real-time feedback, uh, which then ultimately changes the decision-making in the real time and then ultimately gets you more sustainable results. So I want to encourage you, head to the show notes. Fasting, um, it's going to give you uh, $30 off. You're going to get one month free of dietitian support. The website is Nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. If you're going to do it, commit to the six or 12 month subscriptions. It's going to give you time um, to kind of learn and level up as you go on your journey. Tommy, it's been an incredible addition to my health and weight loss journey. I know yours as well. Yep, mine too. But I want to give him a shout out. If you're looking to level up 2024, now is the time. Let's head back into today's episode. Which is which is what we need to do. We need to we need to take off some of those fat cells. We need to shrink them up so we can balance the havoc that they're right. that they're causing. And then when we take it from there, then the next question that we usually get is something like, "Well, what should I eat whenever I do break my fast?" And so then we need to talk about adopting a healthy diet and what that actually looks like, right? Yeah, the word diet, man, not my favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, I there's know. so many connotations that come with it, right? Skeletons yeah. in my closet. So many of you that we talk to and you email us or you're part of the challenges and you're with us or you're in the VIP experience coaching group, like mm -hmm. there's so many times where we'll ask, okay, what have you tried before with success or with failure? And it's, you can list all the big names out there and I'm not going to oh, yeah. list it now, but all the big name weight loss programs or just like, you know, weight loss in a box type stuff, right? Right. There's this, you know, overconsumption, convenience, food supply, you know, palliability. We've done episodes on all this stuff, the processed carbohydrates versus the natural. How mm -hmm. much are any carbs good for us? Well, the cool thing is, is that our body is intuitively smart. So if we're putting some intention into the lifestyle and we're looking and beginning with the end in mind, well, we can start making better decisions with the information that we have, right? So mm -hmm. if you can reverse prediabetes, it's not a stretch to say you can reverse diabetes. Yeah. If you're fasting for 12 hours, it's not a stretch to say you can fast for 16, right? Yeah. So if you're making certain food choices today, like you said, you can make slightly better or different, not even better, just different food choices. Let's stop labeling it good or bad. Right. Different food choices tomorrow and see what happens. See what your blood sugar number does. See what the scale does. See how you feel, right? Yeah. So it's that lifestyle adaptation, right? Fasting for life, we named it that for a reason because our lives were restored to us when we started to fast and lose the weight and get control over the relationship with food and get our blood yep. metrics in, in check, right? So that food component is so powerful. Yeah, because like whatever you decide to put on your plate, if what you do to actually lose the weight or to restore the balance that you need, if that looks too different from what you're actually going to be able to sustain over a long period of time, it's not going to stick. There's going to be this tendency to revert. That's why we see 95% of people who get a significant amount of weight off. They don't keep it off. They revert back. So what did the 5% do differently? They they found something that they could actually sustain for a long period of time. So like extreme caloric or or carbohydrate restriction or like just 
taking away whole like large food groups and things like that, that that tends not to work. So we have to find something that we can actually adapt for fat loss and then for health and and weight maintenance long-term. And that's why the article says the most important thing is that you're able to adhere to whatever healthy eating style you pick, period. That's the definition of lifestyle. And that's, that's why we named our challenges the fasting lifestyle challenge. It's right. exactly that because that's where the magic happens right there. Right. hundred percent. And I know there was a specific quote from here too, that you wanted to share, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you, it like, yeah. it stopped you in your tracks, right? So yeah. when we're looking at this, I love that under the adopt a healthy diet or let's put lifestyle in there, right? Yeah. Um, it mentions things like intermittent fasting in the keto diet and the Mediterranean yeah. diet. And there's research that supports, we just like keto, the cyclical ketogenic, study was incredibly powerful, right? Yeah. That we had already mentioned. The fact that intermittent fasting is even listed here, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's awesome, right? Yeah. So how do you make it stick is what we're talking about. How do you adopt it into that lifestyle through that repetition? You know, there was another interesting quote in here that says, let's say I ask you to consume 1400 calories a day. If you just consume 1400 calories of candy, that's probably not gonna be helpful for your blood sugar. <laughs> right. Right, so there are some, yeah some better choices that we can be making. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like eliminating those, those sugary foods, the, the baked stuff, the candies, the fruit juice, you know, soft drinks, you know, all that kind of stuff. The, uh, what, what do you normally know say? This. Like, yeah, like the desserts for breakfast, right? Like yeah, that, yeah. That's basically what they are. Right. But that's the thing about it is like, if I, if I put on extra weight, if, if the way that I got here now involved those things, then maybe, maybe it's not going to be super easy to just cut away everything all at once. I'm going to need to get there, you know, kind of with a plan. And like, just even if you like go download the fast start guide and get started and you've never fasted before, don't try to correct everything all at once. Really, Yeah, that right? guide does not talk about any of this stuff. It literally just tells you to pick a window and eat the same meal every day for like two weeks. Yeah, I know. And see what happens. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. that's it. And then after that, you know, put some reps under your belt and then do another one, you know, like, like do something else. That's exactly where lifestyle magic, you know, kind of comes in. That's how we get these things to stick. Like whatever you're doing, whatever healthy eating style, like make it stick, make it something that you can sustain. Yeah. And there's a few other things that we talk a lot about in here as well. So there's a lot of alignment. The one thing I don't agree with here is the dash diet, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. It mentions, you know, moving, right? It mentions, you know, learning how to read nutrition labels, right? Get movement Mm -hmm. into your data. Make sure you're focusing on sleep because we know what cortisol does. We just recorded an episode about cortisol and high blood sugar numbers in the morning and dawn phenomenon, right? But always making sure that you have support in these as well. We joke around the first two rules of fasting or don't talk about fasting and don't talk about fasting. If you're new and you tell somebody you're fasting, they're like, what? You get some pretty crazy like Responses, if somebody's not familiar with the true yeah. essence of what an intermittent fasting lifestyle yeah. is. And this doctor in this article mentions like, yeah, you wanna start with a caloric deficit. You wanna make these different changes. You wanna X, Y, and Z. And I, I agree with the majority of them, but we can stack the deck even greater in our favor by applying those fasting principles. But beginning with the lifestyle in mind yeah, is really the, the most powerful thing that we see when we have our seven-day lifestyle challenges. Yeah, is that we're going to be building habits, stacking those habits that allow you to kind of zoom out into the bigger picture Mm -hmm. rather than worrying about counting the calorie, tracking the macro. What's my carbohydrate percentage? 
even the dash diet. Am I getting too much sodium or too little sodium in our, you know, recommendation? Probably a little bit too little of the right, right. sodium. Yeah. If you're trying to reduce your blood pressure, right? And more importantly, you're gonna you're gonna feel that almost that whoosh, but it's gonna be that emotional whoosh where you're gonna feel <laughs> differently about what it is yeah. that you're doing. Because if yeah. you've started a lifestyle change, notice I didn't word, use the other word. Yeah. That willpower wears off after a certain while. Sure. Life jumps up and nips you in the bud and is like, hey, I'm here. Like, don't forget about me. Don't forget about your plan, right? <laughs> and then we typically forget about the plan because I don't believe that we start with the end in mind of that lifestyle component of what you want the end, your day-to-day -day mm. end result to look like. Because if you yeah. tell me I got to track and weigh for the rest of my life, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it, right? <laughs> If I, if I can't see what that looks like at the end goal, even if I, if I like how I feel to get there, but if I can't see myself maintaining that, then all of a sudden, like your, your BS radar goes off and then it, it starts to be like, well, that doesn't feel like an effective method. And then you start to get less excited about it and less motivated to do it. And then that, that can really sap the discipline or the willpower or whatever it is else that you're using to kind of push yourself to the next step. That's why we really have to like build the habits that start to gravitationally like pull me towards the right action rather than feel like I'm clawing my way to, to get it right. right. Yeah. Pushing the boulder up the hill. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I love it. I was super pumped to see it. I want the, I want to, I'm going to send them a message and say, okay, can we write this exact same article, but yeah. just, just <laughs> say how to reverse diabetes. Yeah. Right. And they do mention medications and, you know, doctors, you know, making sure you have the right team. So if you're looking for support, if you're looking for people that you can talk to fasting about, hmm. if you're ready to have a breakthrough, breakthrough or plateau, you know, learn how to fast more than 16 or 18 hours, learn how to make this fun and easier and yeah. more of a lifestyle adaptation rather than just starting another diet on Monday then the mm. challenge is coming up on October 26th is absolutely the right time in the right yes. place. This episode has been magically zoomed to your device. You're listening to <laughs> it for a reason. So we would love to see you sign up for that. You can go to the show notes, click the link, get more details, dates, and more information there. Yeah. But as we wrap up today, Tommy, I want to make sure that, you know, there's one or two things that we can actionably do because we kind of meandered around the conversation mm -hmm. today. But that's what happens when I get excited about it. Where I'm like, ooh, they mentioned fasting. Let's go talk about that. Yeah. Is staying consistent with it. So if you have not downloaded the, the Fast Start Guide, go to the website, thefastingforlife.com. You can download it. Put one meal a day fasting into your day-to-day -day life. Join the Facebook community. You can go to the Facebook group. Be around like-minded individuals. And I'm going to encourage you, if you've been listening for a while and you're in the group and you're looking to level up, it's challenge time. I'm speaking directly to you. Let's yep. go. We only got two more left before the end of the year. The holidays are upon us. If you've been to a major box store lately and the Christmas yeah. decorations <laughs> are out and the Halloween costumes and candy is everywhere. Oh, man. Let's set this fourth quarter up for the best fourth quarter yet for you, your friends, Insulate your family, yourself. your loved ones. Insulate yeah. yourself. So I'm pumped up, Tommy. I'm excited. We started with those statistics in the beginning. We want to end on a positive note. You have the option to make a choice. You have the option to choose yeah. a different path. And now the Cleveland Clinic is even telling you that you should be fasting. And maybe <laughs> you should do a 90-day trial of the ketogenic diet too. But anyway, we do not judge whichever lifestyle you choose, but we want to support you along the way, Tommy. So thank you for the conversation today, yeah. sir. 
and uh, we'll talk soon. Cool. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.